Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Spinner Rack. I'm here with the boys, PD and Kyle. Once again, I'm back in my own natural um, feelings right now. So we're discussing right now, the discussion is the fact that we all know, without a doubt, without a doubt, that the Avengers were not the primary uh, characters because the primary characters of the sale it, when Marvel was having a hard time back in the 90s were Spider-Man, X-Men, Hulk, you know, Punisher. They were all sold or licensed off to someone else. That's why we have X-Men became a Fox property. That's why Spider-Man became a Sony property, you know. And here we're having a discussion with an interesting discussion just so these two gentlemen understand the fact that the reason those those properties, the most popular properties of Marvel were no longer around is because they were taken. And that's why the um, Marvel had to, when they created Marvel Studios, they had to uh, go back okay. to the Avengers, such as Thor. Correct me if I'm wrong, but didn't weren't the rights to the Fantastic Four in terms of film rights, weren't those sold off well before Marvel got into any trouble and had to sell off everything else? If I remember the history of this correctly, those rights were sold. Okay, this guy wanted to make, a, I forget the name of the guy, but he wanted to make the movie. Marvel didn't want him to, to do anything, so he made a craptastic movie and said, I'm going to pretty much put this out. Marvel's like, okay, we'll play ball at the end of the day. But the Fantastic Four film rights were sold off well before okay. anything that Mars is talking about. All right, so let's just stand corrected. Some of the rights were already sold, but the point I'm trying to make is that the most popular rights were sold previously, okay? And so that one of the reasons they had to start going back to the well to Marvel, they had to pick up characters that were not quite as popular. And I, I'm going to say it right now. Unfortunately, I know now everybody says Iron Man is the greatest thing since cooked food. But guess what? Back then, Iron Man was not as popular. All right, as this, this thing, this man, thing okay? came out, this thing, this argument happened because I was just saying the non-profitability of Marvel is something that's strange. When you have corporate raiders, they take everything, right? And then they parse out what they want to use and this, that, and the other. And Marvel at the same time was developing Avengers cartoons. They did the Iron Man cartoon. They also did the Fantastic Four cartoon. So yeah, in man. my mind, the only thing that was holding Marvel back in the past was they say Dr. Was it um Howard the Duck is what made Marvel properties toxic. Hence why we only got Spider-Man and his amazing friends. And we didn't get a real X-Men cartoon until what, like 92. So it was just like my idea that the hard part is Yes, the Fantastic, the Fantastic Four, Avengers, Iron Man, the stuff that was selling less than the stuff that the X-Men and Spider-Man. But at the point of 92, Marvel was a big, they had stock, they went public, they had a stock. They were looking for movies. They got Spawn, what other movies they had there. So it's like the idea that the Avengers before that time were not something that they could have found a way to make profitable. That's all I was trying to say is that this idea that somehow everyone got the notice that the Avengers was, they can't do anything with the Avengers when the first movie they put out was Blade. And there was no profit margin for Blade outside of the interest that Wesley Snipes had in it. That's all I was trying to say. Uh, what we were trying to, I get what you're saying, Petey, but you keep throwing in the whole TV and we're talking about like when they went bankrupt, what, 95, 96? That's what we're talking about. We're talking about the movies. We're not talking about the TV shows. We're saying that because when they said, hey, when Sony got a hit off of um, Spider-Man, 
And they're like, hey, let's look back at what we have and see what we can use. They said, hey, let's go for, for Iron Man because we can sell some toys off of that, you know, when they did the testing, right? Yeah. Iron that's, Man that's the was point something that they were selling, they were, they were optioning from time, to, like all of the Marvel properties were optioning, it just wasn't happening. They had Tom Cruise connected to Iron Man. They had, they've done, they already did a Captain America thing, which did, was terrible, but they were optioning these characters as they were going along. Right, and they were developing the, the crash of Marvel is with the toy biz and Heroes World thing. That that was the, the full crash. It wasn't that these Avengers weren't selling, but it's just like I, I get what you're saying. That that's the thing that they're saying. I'm just saying the idea of them going with Blade first, and you have Iron Man, and you have things that you can say. Well, I can see something cool in this character you can make a movie out of this. That's how, like, if you're picking Spawn or what other, what other comic movies they do when they were kind of in 92, which it kind of ran out of steam, but I know Spawn was out there and they were looking for stuff while comics were hot and then nothing really happened outside of, you know, Batman or something like that. But anyway, yeah, Batman Forever was around 95. Was it 95? Yeah, 95. So comic properties were hot, but then Marvel was toxic for years post- Howard the Duck, where they were like, we can't do Marvel. These characters aren't the, the thing. But, you know, they did the Punisher. They would do the Punisher, and they do a terrible Punisher movie. It was just kind of odd, you know. And I was also saying, we brought up that Michael Jackson was interested. And I was like saying, he talked about doing the same plan as um, that Disney's doing. Do the movies, do amusement parks, and do, you can do it in all other media, that sort of thing. So that was kind of the angle, just questioning it. It wasn't saying that they was totally wrong. It was just saying, you know, as a corporate raider, if you, you're picking up, if you're trying to sell, you got Marvel, you got Marvel in your hand. You say, what are we gonna do first? We need to do movies. I got Captain America, Iron Man, and Blade. <laughs> Let's do Blade, you know? Only person who can see that is Wesley Snipes that's gonna work. What are you looking up? Hmm? I always thought part of the reason Blade got the nod, besides the toxicity level with Marvel, was that Blade was a more economical film to make than, say, Iron Man. I don't know. I mean, if they had, it, I don't know, because it's sort of like what they were doing with the Huh? $45 million. For what? For Blade. What about, what about $45 million for Blade? That's how much it costs to make Blade. All right. I don't know how much it would have cost to make an Iron Man movie. And the other point I was going to make is I remember that the Lord of the Rings films, one of the reasons that those films finally got greenlit is because the special effects needed to make the film look good were finally there. Because before these guys were like, well, how are we going to pull this film off with little people, you know, with the stuff that needs to happen inside of the film? Because that's what they would have done. And then they were like, no, we've got the special effects now, but we can actually just have the regular actors and we can make them look diminutive you know, on screen at the end of the day. So I'm not sure. I mean, even if they said, look, let's go gangbusters and do an Iron Man film. I have no idea what that film would have looked like, regardless of the money that they had put into it at the time. Yeah, I, that, I, that, I can totally agree with that. It's just kind of strange that, you know, that the Marvel properties are just like we keep having to hear that there was no chance like where they were developing them with obviously the image guys then of course the ultimates which all came which they then turned into the animated 
uh, Avengers movie, which was based on the ultimate stuff, even though the Heroes Reborn had Nick Fury in it, but then they were kind of waving their flag to Hollywood in 2000 with the Ultimates having Nick Fury as um, Sam Jackson. So they're like saying, we want to do movies. We're like, we're right here. <laughs> we're really trying to they're getting talent from movies to work on stuff like Kevin Smith and a bunch of people in both Marvel and DC. So in my mind, I, I felt like they were going that route. But at the same time, yes, it wasn't something that they can immediately say, you know, well, I, the hard part is they don't know outside of well, I think, I mean, only I might be misremembering it that they were going like that. Rob Liefeld was saying he was going there selling his properties and they were saying comparing it to the sales of Marvel, basically telling you don't do these Marvel things like the Avengers aren't selling at all. Look at my young blood thing, but I could be totally uh, something that I'm only I only hearsay because I can't remember where I got it from. But how did he know that these these properties are that toxic? That's he's <laughs> like the X Men. They don't have a they don't have a cartoon till a real cartoon that was successful till ninety two. You know where you say, well, that should. We're not talking about. You keep going back to the ninety two. Uh -oh. We're talking about the movies after uh -oh. bankruptcy of ninety five, ninety six. <laughs> We're talking about the Blade film came out what ninety eight, right? We're talking about the the fact that. The um, X-Men, what, what? When did that come out? 2001, 2000, 2001? You know, and those were profitable, right? Right? And then they started doing all those other movies. And they do, when did they do the the, the, the one with the guy from Batman? Um, um, what's his name? Ben Affleck. They did the Daredevil, right? They did the, uh, they did the um, I don't know what year. What, did, what year was Daredevil? Well, you know, my X-Men, Daredevil, after Daredevil. It's, it's like, it's like Matrix. They did Spider-Man in, what, 2002 with Sam Raimi, with Tobey yeah. Maguire. But Spider-Man right? Spider um, script was out there. It was the, the, the treatment was out there for a while. Right, but they didn't own it. That's what I'm trying to say. Those were all licensing deals. It wasn't until they did the Iron Man that they did. They, they were the ones having their own studios running the whole shebang. Before, those were all licensing deals to one degree or another, right? And that's the point we're talking about here, that it wasn't the, the top things. Yeah, of course, they did Blade. Blade was something that no one, you know, they figured a small bet on a niche market and it it paid off well. X-Men, I don't think they, you know, it was popular, but I don't know if they were going to say, hey, this is going to be, this is going to pop. But it did pop, right? Under X-Men, under Singer, right? Then you have um, the Daredevil didn't pop. I don't know when Daredevil came out. You know when it came out, Kyle? You not. Yeah, so that came out. That didn't do too well. But then you have the whole uh, Sony Spider-Man that comes out in, what, 2002. So that's like four years after Blade, and that blows up, right? Yeah, the X-Men before that, didn't they? Wasn't the X-Men before that? X-Men was before, yeah. But I'm saying first you have Blade, then you have the X-Men. I think you have the Daredevil before the Spider-Man. I'm not sure. You know, don't quote me on that. But definitely you have the Spider-Man with Tobey Maguire. And that, of course, is just... Boom, this is like astronomical movies being made. I think you said something about they wanted to do a movie about Brother Voodoo at one point or Namor at one point or something like that. One of you guys, that the old one that was the old when they initially said that they were going to see Shang-Chi, Black Panther, it was a bunch yeah. of Brother right. Voodoo, but the initial thing was a very diverse thing. But I mean, that, that's what we were arguing before, we were talking about it before in the X Men, they were selling the X Men on Ed Norton. Angela Bassett was a Doug Doug Ray Scott and um, who else was and and, oh, and Kate Winslet. Those were the cast. That was the cast for the X Men. 
when they were selling the movie, they were saying, oh, we're doing an X-Men movie with Ed Norton, Kate Winslet, uh, Angela Bassett, and Angela Bassett was like, they've been using my name for this, and then they didn't call me in to <laughs> talk about the movie, so, you know, but they, they sometimes use names like Tom Cruise being attached to Iron Man for a number of years, so, even the, the oh, I mean, you could say even Wesley, but Wesley was actually actively developing those things, so. And, and, you know, there was an excellent podcast that we talked about that was with the journal Gimlet Media, and they were talking about this whole Marvel, you know, how Marvel became so famous. But one of the things we got to remember, when they decided to do the studio, it was back, what, 2003, 2004, they raised almost half a billion dollars from Merrill Lynch, the investment company, um, the brokerage company. And that was for characters like the Avengers, Black Panther, Captain America, Cloak and Dagger, Hawkeye, to do some Milwood, to, to do 10 million, 10 movies based off of that. So okay. that tells you something right there. Let's let's go to since it was an argument. Let's go to ask everyone. Obviously, I'm saying you can sell. You you I, I can find something to sell Iron Man. You, Cal, you both ask answer this question. You're a company like either AOL, Disney, or Warner Brothers, and you're looking into getting into the comic book movie thing. Would you do Iron Man or Thor? If you would you buy those characters to make a movie? You're looking for a movie. Would you wait, say? Wait, wait. So no. I think we 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 kind of preface this saying you can't use Spider Man. You can't use the top. No, one I'm saying. I'm just saying. Just kind of say. You, I'm saying. You use anything. You're saying. No, I'm saying just not picking. I'm saying would you buy your equivalent of with a, maybe MCI back then? Your equivalent of that would Mars. Would you buy Iron Man and make a movie out of it? You, as a com and you know comic books. Would you do Iron Man? Yeah, Iron Man first? No. And I think I, I said it here when we did it. If you look back in the, I said, I don't know if this is going to be a success. Of all the characters that you're going through the, the dustbin looking for stuff, you're looking at Iron Man, but I was proven wrong. I saw the movie. I enjoyed it. Oh. You know, what's name did a great job. I, I can say that right now. I don't okay. know. All right, so there we go. Let's go to Cal. I, I was wrong. Your MCI or whatever, something like that, AOL, would you do Iron Man? Would you buy Iron Man? Do a movie with? Yes, your first yeah. movie. You know comics also. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm talking about I'm looking at this. Oh man, it's, it, if I'm looking at it from a company, I'm hoping I got people to advise me. But Iron Man is like Gadget Man, you know, so I can make not just the movie, but I can make a whole bunch of money on these toys that I'm going to make based on this particular character. So yeah, Iron Man would be Iron Man would be no problem. The notwithstanding the earlier uh, the the earlier hurdle that I mentioned, that I don't know exactly how I would get it to screen, but people buy rights to films all the time that never get made. So yeah, Iron Man would be Iron Man of the stuff that they would have to offer would definitely be something that I would look to make. May not happen, but it would be definitely something that you would pick up for all of the potential that you should see in that particular character. So instead of me declaring just total winner, the idea is that there is something that you could make from Iron Man. It's not as easy as we our argument of saying, what would you pick through Marvel outside of Spider-Man? That's the question you want to go. But that's more just us coming up. Well, what could we make successful out of what's left from Marvel that they haven't done movies with? Which is a harder thing. I, I would have thought to me, if when when we first started talking about this, I thought if they had to do the whole thing, it would have been a, if anything, they should have done the whole team at one shot. Right? Clearly, again, I was wrong. 
the <laughs> development of the individual characters turned out to work. Because when we did it in DC and the Justice League, you know, while the execution was not as um, as as we wanted it to be, you know, that, the, the premise. Uh, see, I don't know. That, that's a very Hollywood uh, approach to it. Well, let's throw them all in here, have like some team stuff going on. And we got a little bit of something for everybody. When historically, it starts with one character and then you go from there. You know, even with DC, it starts with Superman. Then you go from there and you look at the most successful animation that they would have. It starts with who? They started with Batman. Then they did Superman. Then they did the Batman Beyond thing. They did a Zeta effect, which had nothing to do with whatsoever. And then slowly but surely, they had introduced other characters and other things between those two particular series, and then you get Justice League. And then you get a you get a great run and a great series out of Justice League at the end of the day. But usually that stuff, is, historically that stuff has been built to. It's not something, well, let's just go. Um, unless it's a, unless it's already, you know, a team. You know, like, okay, we're getting the Fantastic Four. We're getting Alpha Flight. We're gonna get Sergeant Fury and the Howling Commandos. And we already got six, seven people over here, and that's how it works. Okay, you build to the Avengers. I mean, the X-Men would definitely be along that line. But with the other guys, like, okay, let's just do an Avengers movie. You know, the, what's being done, what they did with the Avengers building up to it is what traditionally is done with these type of things. I don't understand where some people feel that, oh, well, let's just jump to the end. That, that I, it just, they never did that in the comics. The only time you ever saw a team debut as a team it was a team already this was going to be a superhero comic or a comic book and there are five people here and it's already a team dynamic as opposed to the as opposed to the avengers or the justice league of america which was a, which is a different thing altogether uh, I, I see your point i'd like I to add that okay. cal said alpha flight without me offering it up so he did say that I would go before Power Pack before Alpha. I would do that. I'm going with you. I'm agreeing. My, my point is that if I was a, a, an executive back in, in 2000 when they're doing this, let's do um, the Avengers. Why? Because we saw a, 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 a hit film called X-Men with an ensemble cast. And I would say, hey, we can do something like this and replicate this right now. You know what I'm trying to say? If we just get the right mix of characters. Boom. I, don't disagree. I don't disagree with the executive approach, whereas look, we just scored with one team, let's do another team. However, and this is why you need some people, hopefully you do have some good advisors, people to come in and say, wait, 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 wait. That's a team already. These guys know. And then also it's like, but look at the money we're leaving on the table. The X-Men, there's only one or two characters that can actually carry a book on their own. The other teams that you're talking about, these guys have been carrying their own books for decades. Okay, when you look at the Avengers, that core group. So why would we gonna why do we want to jump into the team and do the standoff out of it when the it's the reverse that we should be doing? And that's where we see it successful with these comic books at the end of the day. That might work for TV, where you know, okay, I'm you know, I do something like uh Three's Company or uh, Cheers, and then, you know, I spin off into Frasier, but that's not how this, that's not how we should be doing it at this point. I don't disagree that that would be the executive thing. Look, did a team make money? It, I mean, that's just Hollywood. Cowboys are making money, more cowboy movies. Pirates are making money, more pirate movies. 
these team things, superheroes make it. Look, okay, let's get some more out over there. But then you would hopefully have somebody to say, whoa, whoa, whoa wait a second, wait a second. We're going to lose money doing that. And we may not be as profitable as we want to be. Look, we know that one of the things with, with Stan Lee is that he had these teams, individuals, when the comics weren't imprint or popular, they would bring these characters into the Avengers, right? Okay, so we know that was one of the reasons they had that set up the way. Wait a second, no. No, no you called that out, no. PD. We had that discussion before. I had a discussion that Stan Lee was doing another group and then he decided, hey, I'm not going to hurt the sales of Iron Man and Thor by having them in this group. And the same thing. And then when they didn't have a title like Giant Man, he came back to the group and brought him back. And then Captain America left and he got his own title, right? And then when he lost his title, he came back to the group. But that's okay. only then. Well, that's, what, that's what I'm saying. Not, he came not back. The popularity. You know, popularity. That's, no, the popularity was, was, was Joe Quesada saying that Spider Man and Wolverine back on. Put my glasses back on, okay. Cal, a point I want to make. I don't want. I don't want to die. I don't want to go off the rails. But according to the to the official DC universe, it started with Wonder Woman. Okay, so going back on, you know, <laughs> continuing on, you know, I'm glad that you guys do agree with what I'm saying. What is going on right now? <laughs> what are you talking about? What bit of misinformation are you spreading now? What are you talking? About? I'm saying according officially to DC, they they did the whole timeline. Remember. The whole timeline was set up, and they said they the started movie Wolverine. timeline. The movie timeline, you're saying timeline or DC Comics? I'm just saying the movie timeline starts with Wonder Woman. Okay, e e even that is dubious at best because they didn't establish anything. They never established anything past the fact that she uh, she appeared, and then it was like, well, what was she when all this other stuff was going on? So. I wouldn't necessarily want to. I wouldn't necessarily, you know, want to stake a claim on that bit of information. I'm just saying, DC said it. I'm not holding anything. It was a big no. thing. We went to con. They said the whole shebang. About the, the Dan Didio when he was saying the the G five or five G. If I was a five G, when he said and Wonder Woman, he was he was running being run out of the the stadium, and five <laughs> G's coming, and Wonder Woman is the start of it. Hey, don't kick me out. <laughs> Look, I, I don't recall him being kicked out because I think maybe know, I had a little of that, but he was running out when he was saying it. He was running because he knew there were going to be people after him after saying that. He was like, get a good start. I, I don't I don't know where you guys I'm just I, I, I was just making a point of what the official, what the official... His timeline, Zack Snyder's supposed timeline, and use that as any sort of substantive uh, substantive information for an argument at the end of the day. This is the guy who couldn't, this is the guy who did a film where Darkseid came to Earth and then forgot where he left the uh, the anti-life equation. I don't think I would want to base anything on his information at the end of the day. That whole, yes. that, that whole George, How many times have you, have you lost your keys and you didn't know where you put it? Okay, come on. <laughs> right. Right. You're, trying, you're trying to make it seem as though nobody can forget. Everybody remembers. You know full well you're using an air tag to remember where you get your stuff from, bro. Come on. Because I use a belt loop like most adults. Just use that key. You just you know put the keys on there. It's always attached to the trousers. You don't have to worry about it at the end of the day. But no, see, George Perez solved the whole. Well, I thought the. I can't remember what the uh, what the pre-crisis situation was with Wonder Woman. But when George Burns was on the book, it was just like she had been around for about 18 years and then she came 
to man's world. This whole idea, oh, she's been around for 5,000 years. It's so problematic <laughs> at the end of the day because you're like, okay, so what have you been doing for 5,000 years? I've been honing my skills fighting on uh, Themyscira with all these Amazon. That's why I'm the best fighter in the world. Like how? You've been fighting the same people. There's not, you know, what new what new arts have you learned at the end of the day? So that whole thing, with, it was just troublesome to begin with. Uh, Dan Didio, he got himself a head start because they ran him not off that stage, but they also ran him out of deep, uh, DC Comics. So it was fine. You know, I would not, that was, I would not stake a claim based on that. that I'm saying here, DC, D, Dan Didio, who was the publisher, chief editor. You go from to 2019? What where you see that data? I see the date. Like you got no one has no one has retracted it. No one has retracted it. Well, it says it right here. DC official releasing official new timeline establishment. They already did Doomsday as the first superhero. Okay. According to that timeline, okay, Superman had a career as Superboy in the 1940s, and he was adventuring with the uh, who was it? What are these again? Uh, I can, the name escapes me at the end of the day, but there, he was venturing with like the Frankenstein monster and such from a weird war from weird weird war tales. You can't use that. I mean, look, look I'm just saying what the company's saying. Oh, you, didn't read, you didn't read it past that, did you? Yeah, I read right. it. I'm saying it did. It's a pretty short article, bro. It's not that long. Yeah, Petey, do you remember the name of that? Uh, what was it? It's like uh, it's like a Frankenstein. It's this was like what was it? It's like weird creatures or something. No, I don't remember it. I can't, you know, I can't remember the name of the uh, the name of the group. But they were gonna have them. Um, you know, I was actually that I was interested in seeing. Like, oh wow, they're gonna bring Superboy back, and he was adventuring with these guys in the the forties. I was like, all right, you know, it's not the Legion, but hey, let me see, let me see how this whole thing works out. But that whole thing got scrapped, so you can't use that as any basis for anything. That was gonna be in a new fifty two. No, that was supposed to be 5G. Oh, 5G. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah. We're yeah, already starting off on the weird. <laughs> we got Wonder Woman, but we also got Superboy in this thing. So, this was, I mean, to be honest, I've always felt that they should have worked something else. So, Superman is still the first superhero. He's the first guy who debuts, but then they do the whole crisis thing. You don't have the different Earths. And, you know, the way the time plays around is okay, he can't debut in 1938. And, you know, we'll still be running around here with Lois Lane in 2023. But they never, I don't think they ever really put their head uh, head to the situation. They were just like, oh, no, it's fine. We can just always have them debut Martin Times. But then, like, okay, the first heroes of the, the JSA, that's back in the 19th, that's still back in the 1940s. So how do you rectify that? These guys have been, these guys are going to have been around almost 100 years. You know, they don't all have superpowers. So how do you do that? So. I liked some of the approach of trying to have like let's let's try to work with the longevity of the timeline that we have, but then you know some of the other stuff of course doesn't work. But I did like the fact that they were at least thinking about it and looking for some ways to approach it successfully. Well, oh. thank you, Ken. I think we've digressed a bit um, there. It was just Sorry. a small point that was was brought in that that you guys once again trying to uh, wow. make it uh, uh, you know stop. But hey. We all agree, you know, if we were the executives running Marvel at the time, we wouldn't have picked Iron Man. <laughs> Finarak? Out. Whatever, man. Cal? All right, we're out.